been listening to Ion Travel with Peter Greenberg. Visit our website at www.petergreenberg.com for more information and sign up for our newsletter. Ion Travel is a CBS Audio Network production. Peter Greenberg back with you as Ion Travel continues from the Ritz-Carlton Hotel right here in Montreal. Taking your emails and your calls is easy. All you have to do is email me first, peter at petergreenberg.com, with your name, phone number, question, or problem. We'll solve it right here on the air. Let's go right to the phones out there in Austin, Texas. I've got Fran on the phone. Hey, Fran. Hello, Peter. How can I help you? Well, I waited too long to start working on my bucket list of traveling. And at the age of 70, I was wanting to find out how I can pursue traveling now, knowing where to start. The travel agents don't seem to be as available as they were many, many years ago. So I'm a little overwhelmed by the computer-assisted traveling plans and wanting to know what is my best option. Okay. I, can, I think I can help you. Believe it or not, Good. the travel agents are more than they were a couple of years ago. They have resurfaced and rebounded in a very big way, uh, more important than ever. Of course, they proved their value during the pandemic because they were really acting as advocates for so many people who couldn't get their refunds or couldn't get rebooked. And they proved their worth then, and they're proving their worth now. As you know, I'm a big fan of always having a conversation. And it's not about being overwhelmed by computers, Fran. It's about not depending on the Internet to give you the answers you really need. So I have a question for you first. Uh, I'm sure you you have a bucket list or at least a little bit of one, right? Yes. Okay. Tell me what's on your bucket list. Um, First of all, uh, cruises. Uh, just getting away and relaxing in a calm, peaceful environment. Okay. Seeing some of the sights in Europe. Okay, so here's an answer for you. You said a cruise, but in a calm environment. It's called river cruising. And that's how, you know, commerce started in Europe. It's all along the rivers. And there are a number of great okay. river, river cruise companies, ranging from Viking and Ama Waterways and Uniworld. But first of all, you mentioned travel agents. So my suggestion to yes. you is there are two travel agency consortia. One is called Virtuoso, and one is called Signature. And you can find them easily either at virtuoso.com or signature.com. But let me tell you what these guys do. They're specialists in destinations. They're specialists in experiences. So they're not one-stop shopping travel agents. They, They will have specialist agents that knew nothing but river cruises in Europe. And they will have the answers for you that you need, uh, as opposed to Fantastic. just the old days of a travel agent that would send you on a, on, a, on a trip and your son to college and your someone else on a business trip. They have these consortia. Every one of their travel advisors is a specialist either in a particular area or a particular type of travel. So that's one place I'd start. Wonderful. See, wasn't that easy? That was, and it really gives me a place to start. And I like the human contact. I want to talk to somebody. Absolutely. And if you have any trouble at all, you just email me right back, peter at petergreenberg.com, and we'll help you out. I'm a huge fan of the conversation. And remember, when you talk to somebody, if it, for whatever reason, not every call is going to be a perfect call. But if you talk to somebody and they're not giving you the information you want or they're not giving you the information you need, then you know what? You can always call somebody else. The bottom line is, though, go with one, go with an agent or an advisor that specializes in the area of travel you want to go or the type of travel you want to do, right? Uh, And then the next thing you know, 
your bucket list just got expanded. Okay, Fran? Oh, wonderful. This gives me hope for this year. Okay. I appreciate your time. And let me and let me know what happens, okay? I will. Thanks, Fran. We really appreciate it. Thank you. you Bye-bye. And let's go to the mail. Here's one from Daisy who says, I heard you on your radio show, and, and I'm not sure if I heard the whole thing, something about having a connecting flight with a 33-minute window to get to the next flight. And then Daisy writes, if anyone books a connecting of less than 30, an hour is an idiot. <laughs> well, then you didn't hear everything I said. I said anybody who books a connecting flight of less than two and a half hours is an idiot. So Daisy you had the right idea. Uh, she says, even if no delays on, an, on, on either and getting them one gate to another can take more time than half an hour. I agree. That's my whole point. Daisy, listen carefully. Any airline that publishes a connecting flight of less than two and a half hours is not doing you any favors at all. And when people go online, and, and I have no idea how these flights could even be considered legal with a 33-minute connect time, uh, it's, it's suicidal. Don't do it, right? So when you go online, go online to research. Don't necessarily go online to buy your flight. Find out exactly what the deal is. What's the minimum connecting flight? And what's the next flight after that at your connecting point in case you missed the first one? That's how you figure it out. Otherwise, you are literally, if not figuratively, flying blind, right? Now, another thing that people don't tell you about, if you're going to Europe, you know what the connect time legally is for passengers at London's Heathrow? It's three hours. Here's what they don't tell you. You know what the connect time legally is, minimum connect time for your bags? Four hours. So why wouldn't you pick a flight with a four-hour connect time or your bags may not catch up with you? That's the kind of stuff you're not going to see online. But no matter whether you're online or you're having a conversation, you know the rule. Anything with a connect time of under two and a half hours, you are putting yourself at risk. And make sure you know what the next available flight is in case your first flight gets there so late you can't even meet that or make that second flight. All right? Again, anybody with a question, just email me, peter at petergreenberg.com, with your name, phone number, question, or problem. We'll solve it right here on the air, and we'll be back with more of Ion Travel from Montreal right after this. You've been listening to Ion Travel with Peter Greenberg. Visit our website at www.petergreenberg.com for more information and sign up for our newsletter. Ion Travel is a CBS Audio Network production. been listening to Ion Travel with Peter Greenberg. Visit our website at www.petergreenberg.com for more information and sign up for our newsletter. Ion Travel is a CBS Audio Network production. Peter Greenberg back with you as Ion Travel continues from Montreal in the Ritz-Carlton Hotel here. Of course, you can always reach me. Just email me, peter at petergreenberg.com with your name, phone number. Question or problem, we'll solve it right here on the air. Let's go out to Wall Township in New Jersey. I've got Barbara on the phone. Hey, Barbara. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How can I help you? Well, I have a bit of a predicament. I applied for a visa to enter Australia back in October, and I did it through the app. And um, I don't know what happened, but it was lost. The visa that did not appear on the app. However, I have a hard copy of the confirmation of the visa. So now my question to you is when I check in, this is a Qantas flight that I'm going on. When I check in, can I use the 
the paper confirmation. I got you. I know, I know what you have to do. Good. Okay. First of all, how do you know it was lost? Because when I go to the app, there's no record of my, um, my visa. But. Where there, it had been, I did this back in October. It, it was there, you know, right after I, I applied for it. Okay. So, and you paid with a credit card, didn't you? Yes, I did. Okay. Here's what I want you to do. When is your flight? Uh, February 6th. Okay. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to apply for another visa. Yes. Get that one solved. Make sure it's yes. confirmed. And then, yes. And then go back to the other one and dispute the charge on your credit card. Oh, Okay. Very easy simple. enough. Easy enough. And then just make sure it's all confirmed and you have hard copies and, and even take a photo of, of, uh, of the screen page that says it too. Okay? Uh, yes, I'll do that. See, Excellent. See, wasn't that easy? It was, very. And I thank you so much for your uh, attention on this matter. You got it. Let me know what happens, Barbara, and have a great trip to Australia. Thank you so much. Take care. You got it. Thanks. <laughs> and let's go back out of the phones again, this time to Tucson. I've got Peggy on the phone. Hello, Peggy. Hello, Peter. How can I help you? Okay, here's my question or my letter to you. Um, and first of all, I just want to say I appreciate all you do for the travel community. Well, thank you. Um, I, w- I went to book a ticket with American Air lines from Tucson to Heathrow for three weeks at the end of June. Uh, while checking all the one-stop flight options, I found that almost all of them had one of the two segments now operated by British Airways. I've taken these flights in the past and that wasn't so. Uh, when I went to book the flight, either Main Cabin or Premier Economy, American Airlines website said I needed to contact British Airways for seats election. I decided to call American Airlines before I booked to find out if my current advantage status with American Airlines could be used on these segments with British Airways. The uh, American Airlines customer service rep told me no and also informed me that if I wanted to pick seats for my British Airways segment, that British Airways charges for this service. Ooh, the only way you you don't get charged is if you pick your seats 24 hours before flight departures. Okay, let me stop you right there for a second. Okay. You you did this online? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I are on well, I went on the website and then I went and called American okay. Airlines. Well, let me ask you a question. Did you book it yet? No. Good. Congratulations. Here's what we're going to do. Have you heard of the words travel agent? Yes. Good. You're going to use one. You're going, to, you're going to use one and have a conversation with them. Only use the internet to research. Don't always use the internet to buy because you find yourself in a predicament like you're in right now where nobody's giving you a straight answer and you're welcome to the brave new world of code sharing where one yeah. flight is operated by another airline with different inventory. So yeah. call the travel agent. And by the way, if you, you can use your American Airlines Advantage number on a British Airways flight, and vice versa, because they're both part of the One World Alliance. However, your status at American should give you the opportunity to book a seat in advance on British Airways without getting charged for it. Remember, there are a lot of seats that are available on the plane that you won't be charged for. What airlines do today, it's all about the upsell. They want to get you, they want to, get you to book a more expensive seat, even if it's still in coach. So call a travel agent one who specializes in airlines as opposed to cruise lines. Let let them know what you want to do. Tell them the flight numbers you want or the time of day, and they'll figure out whether they should book it through British or book it through American. Because at the end of the day, one leg of that flight is flown by by American and the other leg is flown by British either way, right? Right. 
And that's what you're going to do. I mean, look, code sharing can get very dis discouraging and confusing. Happens to me all the time. And remember, when you have a code share flight, that means British Airways may only control so many seats on the American flight, and American Airlines can only so control so many seats on the British Airways flight. And here's the craziest part about it. Sometimes the fare in each airline's inventory for the same seat is different. So you do your homework, go on the British Airways website and see what they're charging for the flight, then go to the American Airlines website and see what they're charging for the flight. You might be surprised. Either way, though, once you do the research, don't get stuck in Internet hell. Do yourself a favor. Call a travel advisor. Have them walk you through it and pay for it through them with a credit card. Interesting. Wow. Thank you. Okay. All okay. right. Yeah. I used to do a lot of travel for my business. Now I'm retired and so many things have just changed. I don't have to tell you. So uh, No, no and, and, I, and I won't let you tell me because it's too discouraging, right? <laughs> <laughs> but bottom line is... Have that conversation. Okay, Peggy? Thank you, sir. You Appreciate got it. Appreciate it. You got okay. it. Okay. That music Have means we're out one. of time for this show. A lot of people to thank. Amanda Morris, of course, doing the production. Jeff Ryder doing the boards. Uh, of course, Andrew Toriani and the entire staff of the Ritz-Carlton here in Montreal. And we will see you guys next week from a different remote location somewhere around the world. Bye-bye, everybody. You've been listening to Ion Travel with Peter Greenberg. Visit our website at www.petergreenberg.com for more information and sign up for our newsletter. Ion Travel is a CBS Audio Network production.